<laughs> What's up, perps? <laughs> Welcome to what does you know is going to be a good episode, and we can't keep our shit together. Uh, just straight out of the gate. Uh, sorry, we are licking things. All right. Um, <laughs> my name is Kenny Red. With me, as always, is He Double Hockey Six Low. Hello, guys and gals and drag queens. We love drag queens on this Everyone. show, by the way. Tennessee or whatever state that is. Uh, unless you're cool and in Tennessee and you listen to the show, then you're fucking awesome. But we love drag queens. All right. So, <laughs> and Skylar. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And Corner Bree. Hello. Corner Bree. Bree in the corner. Out of the corner. Out of the corner Ooh. for today. Scandalous. Right now. No. We'll see how it goes. You might end up back in the corner. I've already lost part of my privileges. Yep. <laughs> so how did you bring a loud ass jug to the? All right, we're not we're not doing this. Uh, and producer freak show, say something fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> today we are going to discuss the um, things that are encompassing with monogamy, and we are going to deal with. Fucking weird ass freak show and freak shows finds a fuckery. Fuck it up, fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are back to uh, positions, and so What's I your favorite position. Um, jockey Mine, position is the first one. Ooh, is that jockey? where I get to hit somebody wait, with a crop? Wait, what was it? Jockey position. Ooh. Or are you like squatting? Is a little tiny man squatting over you? <laughs> It does not look like a jockey. Jockeys are really tiny. Yeah. Yeah. They ride a horse. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's why I asked if I get to use a riding crop. They wear like the silk pajamas. Yeah. 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 Is it silk? It is silk. Yeah. I just thought it was like baseball pants or something. Yeah. I I always thought it was baseball pants. I did not know it was silk. Well, I guess that would be more comfortable for the horse if it was silk. You'd fall off. Now I want to hit somebody with a crop. (laughs) <laughs> I want silk pajamas. So. I ride Two a different vibes yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> I want to ride a horse. <laughs> Very different vibes happening in the studio right now. All right. Uh, jockey position. I'm going to go with uh, there's a person that is using either a penis or a strap on laying on their back. And the other person is squatting and bouncing up and down on that deal. Okay, I think they are someone's being ridden and not like yes. a sexual way, but like almost like a piggyback ride yeah. kind of way, but like, like on, a naked piggyback ride. Yeah. On all fours. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I was thinking. Yep. Yeah. That's not a someone sexual is position. absolutely being ridden on like the back. It could be sexual. They're not saying we have to penetrate. It could be sexual. All right. It, or there could be more than one person involved. And then they could that's just like true. Or more than two people. I guess there's always more than one. What'd you say? I said when you're on all fours and they're on top riding you, they can just like slide down your behind and bink, bink. go right in. <laughs> you could like nay up. Bink. You know, yeah. Bink. Yeah. 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 bink. <laughs> okay. Bree, did you give a... Oh, I was... Uh, I agreed with being ridden like on a back or something. Yeah. Okay. In this situation, do you imagine yourself being the horse or the jockey? This is where I was going. What? I imagine myself as the horse. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. I think we're four for four on the horse. 
I'm not like just because like I'm the I'm a heterosexual male. Like I'm not gonna. God, that's I'm six one, two hundred and thirty pounds. Like no, <laughs> I'm gonna kill somebody. I still imagined being the horse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Skylar's oh, like, I heard your stats, and I, yeah, yeah, I, still, I, I hear yeah, that. So after this, I'm gonna ride Skylar like a horse. It's gonna be a good time. But I'm just saying, like, if the man is willing to get down all, on all fours, I'm gonna get up there. Yeehaw! Yeah, but there's a yeah. I agree with you. I'm, I'm totally down for the yes. ride. Yeah, yes. but there's already positions for like correct for that. So I feel like this has yeah. to be the opposite. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it's gonna get very weird in here after we're done. <laughs> We're all going to have to try it. I, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm game. All right. Uh, I almost don't want to know the real definition now. But give it to us anyway, Freak Show. All right. This position is simple. Now, I'm going to read the definition, but then I'll describe the picture that it's showing. I love it when you describe the this picture. Pi- this position is simple. One partner lies down. The other climbs on top for a ride. It can be used for vaginal or anal and can be varied by having the partner on top Lean forward, back, or to one side, depending on what feels best. The jockey position is great for slow, sensual sex, or passionate mm. athletic thrusting. So it's just riding. Give it yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now the picture, they have a woman on an exercise ball. Okay. And oh. the man is straddling on either side. Oh. So he's the jockey. He is the jockey. He's the jockey. So she's been over like a wedge. And or... he is straddling both. Like he is not in between her legs. Got it. Yep. All right. Okay. I've done this. Wait, is she <laughs> is she face up? No. No, face, face down. down. Okay. Face down. So it's doggy like okay. over a ball. Do you know what yeah. the prone position is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like prone that. Yeah. So <laughs> like that. Except for on all fours or bent over. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. But I like that his he's still straddling. I love, love Skylar. I've, I've prone boned. I've prone I'm... boned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's. I'm pretty sure I've done that. All right. That. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that I probably have at some point. But listen, I'm facing the other way. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I wanna add it to my list for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like in my head he's got like one hand on the small of her back and the other one like in the air rodeo style. Eight seconds. Yeah, That's all oh, you yeah. need. Eight, eight seconds. seconds. <laughs> eight seconds and then I'm off and <laughs> wiping I'm, sweat. I'm gonna be so pissed after eight seconds. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> now we have to like draw straws to see who's gonna be the horse first around here. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. There's four of us. You can't rock, paper, scissors four. Yeah, you can. Oh. Unless you do like a do it tournament style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there will be three rounds. The loser bracket will. <laughs> exactly. The loser, whoever loses the second round, uh, is the first horse. And the first horse. <laughs> you ladies are going home with a sore back. So <laughs> and not in a great way. Like, that's not, you know. All right. Get your back blown out in a different way. <laughs> I could just imagine explaining that. Was it like a sex related thing? No, we no. were giving piggyback rides. I mean, we <laughs> were horsey rides. We yeah. were talking about sex, but like, you remember when like, yeah, you and your cousins would play, and it, yeah, it was, it was just and that. It was just more horse that. rides. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> okay, freak show term number two. Okay, this one's going to be a little bit easier by the title, but um, there is some. 
uniqueness about it. It is called the munch position. This is just eating pussy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like sniper style. Or is, <laughs> with the one leg up. I know exactly yeah, what exactly. you're talking about. Yeah, I know yeah, exactly yeah. what you're talking and about. You got to scoop your hands under yep. the butt. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think we're all going to agree with there is vagina licking happening in this Absolutely. position. That part is correct, but... Oh, there's more Ooh. detail. Okay. That part is correct, but the positioning Your is incorrect. All the way back. Ooh. Hey, leave Studio Dog Taco alone. Oh, he wasn't happy about that. No. Anyway, okay. So the munch position, um, the partner on top lies face up Make it an easier. So it's it's almost like 69, but it's the person on top. So it's face writing. Is flipped. So they're looking up. The bottom person's looking up, but the bottom person has everything right in front of them. So uh, to get in this position, the giving partner lays flat on the floor. On their back. On their back. Okay. The receiving partner straddles. Their, their head yeah. oh, okay, okay. facing away from the giving partner's feet. The receiving yeah. partner yeah. then gently leans back, Straight using their arms to brace gently. themselves as they fully recline on top of the giving partner's body. This ultimately places the receiver's genitals right in front of the giver's face with thighs surrounding the giver's face and seems- head. So uncomfortable. That sounds horrible. The position may also be referred point. to as the 68 position. Mm. The title munch positions commonly only used when the partner on top has a vulva to munch. Yeah, that seems like a plank. And nobody wants to do that during sex. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. trying to work these traps. <laughs> trying to work these traps and have an orgasm. Just start doing push-ups on the other end while you're waiting. Like. <laughs> Sounds awful. I'm just trying to sort through my brain to see if I've done anything like even close to I that. Mean, I've sat on a face for yeah, sure. Like, yeah. yeah, but yeah. I don't know that I've like added a workout to it. You no. know, I might have. I don't know. <laughs> you might have sat details. on a face, or you yeah. might have. No. <laughs> I mean, yes, no, like done that, reclined back. I feel like I have. I okay, so maybe like leaning back with your arms on the surface that you're yeah. laying on, or your hands on the surface that you're laying on, yeah, holding yourself up. But even that is going to start to burn after a while, for sure. Well, yeah, sex is an endurance sport. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Eight seconds. We've been over this. <laughs> this is all I'm giving you because it's all I got. <laughs> all right, that's. I don't know. Freak show? You ever been munched? Uh, no. <laughs> Not this week. No. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sore subject. All right. <laughs> I was waiting on Brie to close her thing after she took a drink so we I could put not. her in the corner. It's, it's killing her, though. It is. <laughs> it very much is. Okay. So um, we are going to move on to the topic of monogamy. Sup, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. Uh, thank you. Make sure you... That is it's quite possibly the creepiest thing I've done all month. All right. <laughs> Thoughts, views, perspectives. Don't all go at once. 
I mean, so many thoughts, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm trying to process, like, what's the most important? Silence is the most yeah. important. Okay, yeah. all right. right. Well, like, yeah. I say I don't even know where to start. I get your needs filled. Yeah. We like- I will, okay, so I'll start with mine. Since okay. Everyone, my thought is humans are not meant to be monogamous. And my justification behind that thought is if humans were meant to mate for life, and just be monogamous, then you would never find another person attractive other than your partner. I mean, there's a lot of evidence to support that. There's a lot of books written about it. Sex at Dawn, like they've all proven the same point of like the fact that we lived in tribes and we lived communally. And that was like the norm as um, ancient humans and that our brains are wired that way. Um, And so I totally agree with that. But I do think you have to take into consideration society. And so like humans... I agree we're not meant to be monogamous, but I think our society is not set up to be successful without being monogamous or at least in the structure of monogamy. Like we don't have plural marriage and things like that because our society isn't set up that way. No, we don't have plural marriage and things like that because church wasn't set up that way. Right, right. Yes. But well, you, polygamy. But what what is and what we should be has to also coexist in how the world is like, I want change too, but you also have to, you also have to function in society. No, I, I agree. you know, you function within society's yeah, norms yeah. or whatever, but it's, I, again, the great once great, I won't call him great anymore. The once great Kanye West, uh, love is cursed by monogamy. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I agree with them. I mean, I definitely practice non-monogamy, so I'm like not arguing it, but I do think there's a place for it in our society. Like, I think there are people who thrive in that environment. I agree with that. I think there are people who do well in monogamy, but I also think there are people who do well in non-monogamy. Oh, oh for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. And I think on a more base, I I don't know. I guess I'm just more of a primal person. Not uh, not to the extent of going to Costa Rica and screaming off a fucking mountain naked like you two, but <laughs> in the sense of, awesome. oh I'm, I'm sure it was so great. Brilliant. I'm sure it felt fucking fantastic, but you know, I like, you know, clothes and well, I'm not necessarily the clothes, but walls, <laughs> you know, structure. So, nah. uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd be naked all the time if I could. I'm, yes. Uh, yeah. I was accused of being a nudist for screaming off the mountain naked. Oh. Yeah. Apparently yeah. that's all it takes. Yeah. That's okay. yeah. Someone was like, oh, that means you're a nudist. I was like, is, it does. Is that your parameters? <laughs> is there a hill in this neighborhood? I'll go yell naked off. You can just stand on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's stopping you. Um. <laughs> I can be naked. Go for it. This is an audio. Uh, <laughs> I'll take so I'll take I pictures for your OnlyFans. Like yeah, there's no. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So, low monogamy. Um. Good talk. Freak show. I was like, I'm trying to gather my thoughts. So, like for me, I obviously spent a really long time in a really long relationship, and I thought that was just like that. But now, since being single, I just doesn't make sense. I, I just like everyone. Like I think, yeah, you know. And that. even while in the relationship, I kind of questioned it. Like, 
is this my person? Do I need other people? Things of that sort. So I feel like now that I've been single, it's more so like I enjoy having different people and things like that. I will say, while non-monogamy is my thing, I cannot be polyamorous. Yeah, I think there... Well, maybe it's a good thing to define the difference, but... So, I, like... I can have a partner and, you know, they can have sex with other people, but they can't. I don't want them falling in love with anybody else other than me. Yeah. So I have spent a long time in this process for myself because I think it's hard. It's hard to question yourself. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to be uncomfortable. And jealousy is a huge thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I first kind of started doing uh, that I spent months with jealousy workbooks and like learning and educating myself and like trying to figure out and push through that uncomfortable. And, um, I think what a lot of what I learned is it's a hundred percent self. Like it, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with your partner. It's a hundred percent you and how you're going to handle it and yep. deal with it and what you're willing to, to move through. And then also that who are you to say how someone else gets to enjoy another person. So I, I think that's a really common thought of like, oh, well, you can have sex with whoever you want, but don't don't have feelings for them. Don't love them. Don't whatever. But how limiting to say I'm going to interject into a relationship that you have with someone else that doesn't involve me at all. But like I'm going to put a stop to your enjoyment. It does involve me. <laughs> like does if it, it it does like if it okay existed a hundred percent it existed and you knew nothing about it and that person came back home to you in the exact same way but that's the before. point of it right communication like I should know something about it like if if this is going to be my primary partner right yeah I should know about their other partners and should what's going or on. you want to uh, I feel like if we're calling it primary partner this is who I'm with then I kind of feel like I should, if nothing else, for safety issues. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on the partner's pair, right? Like it's going to depend on what you and your partner have decided works for you. I, no, yeah. 1,000%. Yeah. Everybody's you know relationship and relationship dynamic is their own. However, I'm just saying for me personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's I'm a person who can separate, for the most part, sex and emotion. I understand that not everybody's that way. And so for me, it's if I have somebody that I'm emotionally attached to, like that's my person and they can absolutely like if you, Hey, go do your thing, but come home. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Come home. And you know, I don't want anything to jeopardize home. Yeah, I get that. I don't think love is a lump sum. I think it's an infinite. And so if, I mean, like Bree's my sister and I love her, but I have another sister and I love her and neither one of their existence detracts from the love for the other person. That's a very different love. Yeah. Right. But that love that I have for them doesn't detract for the romantic love I can have elsewhere. Right. Like I'm, I'm infinitely capable of all the love. So I don't think that by enjoying somebody else i'm taking away love from my primary partner their love is untouchable it's infinite nothing can take from that i agree with that to an extent but at the same time putting 
that love and effort into one person and then having to go home and do it for another person can be, God, like, be draining. exhausting. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying so, I'm looking for multiple partners, yeah. but I just think that they could absolutely coexist without interfering with each other. For me. The Okay, so they, they can, but there have to be very clear and definite boundaries. Yes. I mean, I think it would depend on the boundary. I don't know. Skyler's just living feel, to argue with me. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's how you get good discussion, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I, I just think there have to be clear, like, boundaries. Yeah. Because what if, would an example of a boundary be? I, I don't know. Um, I would say if, you know, okay, you have this partner that you love. Like, when the other person starts feeling slighted or less than, then that's a boundary. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like so if, if my needs I'm, stop being met. Correct. Yeah. So like if I'm in love with you and I'm in love with low, but I'm obviously spending Monday through Thursday with you and then taking Friday for myself and only seeing low on Saturday and Sunday, she's going to start to feel some type of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now I've crossed the boundary with her to where she doesn't feel as loved as she originally did. Who's your primary partner in this scenario? So I'm, I think we are saying I'm there going were two. there. Yeah, there is oh, no yeah, primary. Two. Yeah. We're yeah. Both. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't think I could be in a polyamorous situation for that same thing because I'm a needy bitch and I would I need all of my needs met all the time. So I don't know that I could survive in it. But I do see the justification of saying it's infinite. And as long as my needs are being met, I don't care how you spend the time outside of me. And if that time outside of me is loving someone else, as long as it's not affecting my needs, then it's not my business. I guess I'm a, I can agree with you. Yeah. Because, you know, I definitely think people can be in love with more than one person at a time. Yeah. And I feel like as long as needs are being met and all that stuff is there, then everything's Gucci. But I also feel like at some point it'll come to a head. So and when there's when you start to get feelings involved and things like that, things get messy. And so I have known some people that were married and they were in an open type relationship. They had their certain boundaries. So like these many days we were together. Um, if girl was at work, guy could go on dates or hang out or things like that. But it was only it only started as like dates and hanging out. Once they started feeling that connection, then they had to sit down, discuss it, go from there. Which they were mm-hmm. both like doing it, things like that. But like you said, it will eventually come to a head and it did. She ended up catching feelings for one of her partners and it like ended the marriage, ended everything like that, like things like that. But they had like wrote down strict rules, boundaries on how everything goes. And like it worked really, really good for them while it lasted. Yeah. So also the the thing about it is, yes, humans, in my opinion, can be in love with more than one person. And some people can separate sex and emotion. However, I think human nature is selfish as well. Oh, absolutely. And I think by nature, we're not very good at being self-aware. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. And so I think a lot of times when those situations come to a head, it's because someone isn't 
self-aware enough to realize why they're having a reaction. Mm -hmm. Like, are you reacting because this thing actually is bad or are you reacting because you have an insecurity that you haven't solved on your own yet? Absolutely. And I I also think not only is it about being self-aware, it's it's being self-aware to know that you're feeling that and then putting it into words and communicating it with a partner, which is a whole other step that is a fucking nightmare for people in general. You know, much less, you know, if you come from a background where communication wasn't had or for sure things like that and you're just out here trying this and you don't know how to communicate, like it's well, gonna I be think, a nightmare. At least in my experience, there's a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of, okay, here's all the research I've done, let's proceed down this path, and then that doesn't go well. And you're like, All right, let's reevaluate, readjust, <laughs> and let's try this path. And then that doesn't go well either. And so you readjust. And so like, thankful, I'm super fortunate because I have a partner who's been willing to go down every wrong end until we're finding something that works. Right. But there's definitely, I know people who wouldn't have survived the dead ends. Right. Because they would have gotten there and been like, this is too hard. I'm bailing. And that's, you know, it takes a person who's going to be willing to communicate, be willing to be triggered, be willing to be uncomfortable to like grow through it. I think that's the hard part is it finding that person that is willing to like just fucking ride it out with you like yeah. you know this is me and you and we're fucking doing this yeah mm-hmm. and you know we might have to take these you know there's going to be bumps in the road in any relationship these are just our bumps yeah and, well, that don't say that in, <laughs> in retrospect i probably shouldn't refer to it as bumps but <laughs> don't come home with bumps yeah uh, is what i'm trying <laughs> to say uh, <laughs> or anything like that freak show you um, are one of the most monogamous cats I've ever met in my entire life. Yes. What are What are you thinking about all the views that you're hearing right now? Uh, it's you know different strokes for different folks. Um, you know, I I am yeah, like you said, I'm a serial monogamous. I I lived that. You know, just you've had a hoe phase. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone's had a hoe. Phase. Um, I'm in it right now. That a girl. <laughs> but um, yes, there to me being with that person whoever that person is and you experience everything together and it's just for each other because there's the emotional exchange as well as the physical connection there's that emotional connection and i think that's what you know monogamy really exemplifies do you think you could have that emotional connection with more than one person at a time no i I do Do not you think if your partner had an emotional connection from, with someone else that it would detract from your connection? Yes. Hmm. Absolutely. I think um, because if I'm going to be in a relationship with sup- someone, we're going to have very similar um, beliefs, ideas, that kind of thing. So that person that I'm with would, wouldn't want that. So... I mean, if, if they said at the beginning, like we go out on a couple of dates and, you know, it got to the point where kind of getting to know each other and that person says, okay, well, just to let you know and to be honest and, um, you know, I, I you know, want to have this with this person as well, you know, no changing from us, but I want this. I would have, you know, I'd be like, hey, sorry. Deal breaker. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Well, I mean, I think that's your boundary, right? Like you yeah. Couldn't date someone who wasn't going to be compatible. That's fair. yeah. I mean, if if we're monogamous and then we like, oh shit, it didn't work. Okay, that's one thing. But you know, it's like open relationships and such. If it works for you guys, awesome. That's great. It just you know, to me, it I, 
to me, it, it defeats the purpose. Um, you know, defeats the purpose of what? Um, well, I mean, if your end goal is, um, monogamy, you know, lifelong partnership with just one person, you know, I, well, I think, then, yeah, it would I definitely think, yeah. defeat that purpose. That's, but, so, you know, we mentioned socially, so, you know, the social construct of the, you know, the world, yeah. so to speak. Um, obviously, there are certain parts in the world that still have polygamy and such. Just the United States, uh, a majority of the countries do not recognize it. But, um, like, I still plan to be with my current partner for my whole life. Like, we are lifelong partners committed to each other for sure. And that's not going to change regardless of if we entertain others occasionally, I guess. Yeah. And you guys have that established. I mean, yeah, both of you guys. Yeah. And so that, and that's great. I mean, it works for you guys. So there's no, there's no, you know, being slighted or anything. If you guys are open and mature and have that and you guys are at the agreement, that's great. Um, it's just, I wouldn't be into a person that wants that. And I would, on the flip side, I would imagine that she would not want that from me. You know, like, hey, you do you, I'll do me. And, you know, I just, I don't so think I would what, be with one of those people. What if you are with this person and with them for however long you love them, all of that. But then they come to you and say, like, I have, like, a, a need that I need filled that you're not giving me. Whether it's... I don't know, like pooping on someone's chest. What if they it's, really want that? That's not <laughs> your yeah. thing. Like, would like, you give up 15 years of monogamy if you couldn't meet their need? Yeah. Or de- would you be like, well, I if understand the, that I can't give it to you. I want you to be like, to it would have, have to depend need. on the need. I mean, if, if now here's the thing, keep in mind also, if there's not open discussion and like very open discussion about needs and wants within the a monogamous relationship, then Shame on them. Oh, agreed. Yeah. You know, yeah, so if be discussing that all the so time. So if if that need has been attempted within the the partnership, then you know, then okay, well, it didn't work, if that's one thing. Um, but you know, the thing about monogamy is that you you want to make that person happy in any way and like you said earlier, willing to try things. Um, but you know, I, I think, I guess my question or maybe Bree's question is, is the tie is the importance of the monogamy more so than meeting the need. So like, so I, yeah. So my thing, the way I kind of look at it and the way I heard it is you hear a lot of time, like, Oh, you're going to throw away, you know, 15 years of marriage over sex because somebody cheated. Well, okay, are you going to throw away 15 years of sex or 15 years of marriage or whatever um, just because there's one sexual thing that's not being filled that can be filled by another person? Everything else is great. The relationship is perfect, but there's, you know, a sexual need. Would you rather be alone than non-monogamous? Yeah. 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 I would rather be alone than non-monogamous. Wow. And Yeah. I mean, that's totally (laughs) fair uh, to each their own. Yeah. We like to talk about it like food. Like my favorite food is Indian food. Man, I could smash Indian food all day, every day for every meal. Um, but I don't want to eat it all day, every day for every meal, right? Like I, I could eat it a ton, but then every now and then I'm be like, man, tacos just sound good tonight. Or man, spaghetti just sounds good tonight. That does not detract from how much I love Indian food and I'm still going to come back to it all the freaking time. It's definitely my favorite 
but every now and then you want like a Crunchwrap Supreme, right? And that's, that's like, <laughs> that's how I was thinking. I was like, I have like one favorite partner, like that is my partner, but I have other partners that fill other needs. I believe so, it was the great yeah. fabulous who once said, cause the entree ain't as good without something on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he not wrong though. <laughs> and that, I mean, oh yeah. So that was a good discussion. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And on that note, make sure you turn in, tune in to Freak Shows podcast, Tacos and Beer Bellies, on Amazon and Spotify. Check us out on Instagram at what underscore the underscore sex underscore. And we're gonna go get some donuts. Hey. Flavor. <laughs> <laughs>